Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I live, like, literally, are you ready, with $4,500 for every semester. For the semester? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know how to budget. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Financials Podcast, Futurich. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm also a... CFP, which stands for a Certified Financial Planner, and I am here with my guest this morning, Barbara. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Barbara. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited. Woo! You are the first person to choose Barbara, and we have like a hundred and almost probably like 140 episodes already. Um, so, because I logged into the system and I was like, Barbara, how? Why did you choose Barbara? <laughs> Well, because, you know, I was thinking, what am I going to choose? Should I choose my mother's name? Should I choose this? Should I choose that? And then I was like, no, my name is going to be Barbara. Because in Latin American countries, when a person says, ay, que barbara, what they mean is like, wow, what a woman, you know, like, wow, like barbarous, like brave. So I'm like, that's me. That's going to be my finances. I love it. I also wish, because I took a lot of Spanish, I wish I could say my name the way you say it. Oh, oh, so let's just do this talking in Spanish. Vamos a hacerlo todo en español y vamos por ahí para abajo. No, you, you no puedo. You no puedo. <laughs> Mi español es terrible. Terrible. Lo siento. We'll have to do it in English. Um, but I, I maybe at the end of this um, off camera, so no, maybe I can attempt to say my name the way you say. It sounds way better. Okay, so Barbara, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Or where you live? How old you are? Okay, so I, um, my name is Barbara. <laughs> I'm 39. I live in the very expensive city of Miami. And I am a, don't judge me, bankruptcy attorney. 
You're a bankruptcy attorney. Yes. That's so interesting. We've never had a bankruptcy attorney. Well, yeah, I know I've been, because listen, I was very nervous as to this. And I was, as I was laying on my bed the other night with my baby going all over my face, like walking on top of me as he does when he wants to go to bed. Um, I was like, oh, you know, I'm now I'm, I was excited when you answered. I was like, yes, I, I had just um, got to one of the, the the things that I wanted to do financially, I had two things that I wanted to do and I, I, I got to that point and then I was like, you know what I want for the third thing, if I can to finish this year is to meet a financial advisor, you know, like to get a financial advisor. So um, I, I, I was listening to your podcast and I like binge listening and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hire her. So I was looking for you on the internet, you know, and I couldn't find your office to hire you. And then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to call. And literally like set seven seconds later, you, you guys answer it. I was like, oh my God, I was so happy and excited. But then I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm going to be so vulnerable. But then, you know, I was like, you know, they're going to judge me. I'm not in the place I should be. I'm supposed to be like rich. I'm supposed, and then I was like, no, they're not going to judge me. You're judging yourself. You're judging yourself. It's you. Yeah, there, this is a no judgment zone. The goal here is that we like assess where you are and figure out how to get you to where you want to go. So no, no judgment. And also, I will apologize for anyone else who's written in on the podcast. I have been the one responding to the podcast guest emails, and I get a little behind, so I can be a little slow to respond. So I apologize because I there was definitely there's definitely a lag. When I get really busy with work, I get a little slow with responding to the podcast guest emails. Um, so well, it was destiny. So it was destiny that you answered me. Yeah, <laughs> it was because I was like, oh man, I gotta really get caught up on these emails. And then I was like, I have to find time to schedule the podcast because the way I do it and everyone does it, you know, podcasting differently is I do I batch it, so I do a bunch of podcasts at once. So I just in my and then that way, yeah, yeah. That, feels very manageable. So yeah, no, I'm glad it must have been all of your vibing. And then something inspired me to look at the emails one night and be like, okay, I got to get this taken care of. Well, okay, great. Um, Miami is such a fun city. Uh, I don't think we've had many people from Miami either. Fun fact, one of my good friends lives in Miami. So I was just there for a wedding. They got married. No, that's great, great, great. We we do have the weather starting to be not so hot. It's amazing. But, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. And for me, nothing's better than Puerto Rico. It'd be like, oh, the beach is in Miami. Eh, have you been to Puerto Rico? Oh, this, is, <laughs> this is so much fun. Eh, have you been to Puerto Rico? <laughs> True. That is also a wonderful place. Okay. So you are a bankruptcy attorney. Um so you said you mentioned you have a baby. So um, how how many children? Or one so child? I have a I have a one year old baby. Um, my partner and I slash yeah he's my partner. Um, my, my partner and I have that baby, and he has a stepdaughter, and she comes one week yes, one week no. Okay, and then a stepdaughter, perfect. Okay, and then so you sent me over your your information, and this is just you separately. Yes, you, this is okay. we 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 separate our finances. We always have. Um, we do uh, share some expenses, but um, right now, when when I had the baby, he could work at night. I couldn't, so he decided to stay with the baby because it was COVID. You know that meme that says, "Do you have one of those COVID babies?" You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't 
my my COVID baby. So um so so he decided to to stay with the baby because I couldn't stop working, you know. Uh, And and it was such a difficult time. Um, so he closed shop and he works on his own. So so he started taking care of the baby. So I'm taking a lot of more financial responsibility first of all i make more money so i'll i'll do that even when he starts when the baby goes back to daycare so if you see my expenses i these are my future expenses because the baby's going to start daycare next month so what i'm trying to do is proposing what should be i'm still going to pay more because after a year out i am he's still going to be less than me and i want to get give him an opportunity to cash up in his finances right okay that makes total sense and then just sidebar, just interested. Did you see that there was more bankruptcies during COVID or there no? wasn't. There wasn't. It was a t- ah. all time low since like nineteen something something all time. Like because wow. there were so many yes, there was so many assistants that yep. a lot of people but in the end it, the assistant wasn't really helping them because not all the what people need is money, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, or more than more than money, I would say because it would have to be a change. If you leave me, we'll do a whole, whole separate podcast on you know like what people would they get the money they will they will spend it. But that's what the culture promotes, right? It's not yes. just their fault. So so what we need is affordable daycare, you know, right? A, a, yep. a, a affordable housing, um, more. Uh, healthy foods, places to buy that healthy food. So this help that, that was being delivered to the people wasn't necessarily tailored to the needs of, of them. If, if you don't have to pay your, your mortgage, but you're not sure what's going to happen at the end, it's not going to help you because if you couldn't pay your mortgage, what's going to happen in three, four, five, six months? Unless you yeah. do a modification and you approve, you're going to lose your house. Right, right, right. Okay. So it was like a temporary fix. Yeah. So things were really, really, really slow for a lot of bankruptcy attorneys. And it's still, ca- it's for some of us, it's cashing up. But for other people, some of my colleagues are like, hey, what's up? You know? <laughs> All right. Wow, that's interesting. I wasn't, I, I wanted to ask if I wasn't sure. I figured it would go one way or the other. And I wasn't sure which, which direction. Super low, yeah. Historically low. low, yeah. Wow. Um, okay. And so as an attorney, you make 80000 a year. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And that's a steady salary position. Yeah. Okay. Not client, like not per case or anything. Okay. No. So then that works out to be do, do, do. So you get monthly a paycheck on the fifth and a paycheck on the 24th. Yeah. Can we just like send a letter to, to whoever decided that to change it to be normal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth and the 24th. I know. Cause everything's due on the first of the month. Right. Not so only you that, can... it's like you, you, you're so used to like, I'm so used to, to spending a, a certain type of money every 15 days, you know, and suddenly mm-hmm. you have like, oh, I'm rich. And then, oh, I'm dying, you know? Yeah, it goes to extremes. So the net is $2,637.20. Yes. Okay. And then what comes out of your, do you, your health, you have health insurance and then is there. I don't a- have health insurance. I just started this job three months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So no health yeah, insurance. So, okay. so I need to see if I'm going to, uh, listen, I think I, uh, the thing is, I think I opened the, the, the King Tut, <laughs> <laughs> something I, I, I the, the, the term of King Tut, because everything has been going that horrible the last couple of months. So, um, but one of the great things was I got laid off from my other job because of, I didn't have 
they didn't have clients. Right. And that same day I got this job, which was a pay increase and it was closer to my house, like way closer to my house. So oh, that was great. a blessing. Yeah. But I'm still in the transition as to uh, health insurance. So when we see that money, we have to think that now I have to see if I'm going to take the, the health insurance of the company or um, I'm going to see what's out there. So that's not taken and into consideration, consideration. There because I have no idea. Okay. And they didn't, they didn't provide you like a benefit overview of like what a what it looks like they kind of did but because of the kin touch um i kind of passed it and didn't that's, a, that's okay um and then, but uh how long do you have to work for them to be eligible did they say oh, it, it starts this month month this month i can i can check it oh okay perfect okay so we can you can look into that all right good i ha i have a feeling i could be totally is it a big company or a small company it's a big company it t typically and i could be wrong but typically a big company has usually a a advantage of them is that they have access to cheaper health insurance versus mm. if it was like a small practice that you were working with like yeah you know a couple other uh attorneys and like maybe like a few admin staff mm -hmm. most likely it would be more expensive there because when you go in as a group you get a better rate like as a big group you can get a better mm -hmm, rate mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so definitely i would definitely look at what what their pricing is and then we'll keep that in mind when we're doing the budget to allocate the money for health insurance sure um and then would it be you and the baby on the health insurance? I think the, we're going to do Florida Kid Care. We already applied. Okay. Um, and I think it's like 170 a month. It's like super cheap. So that's what we're trying to get before um, before trying us. Okay, perfect. And I didn't even know about Florida Kid Care. So that's a, a health insurance for... I didn't even know it, it, either when when I yeah when I started um when I was gonna leave the other work uh my supervisor she was like I was like oh damn and now I don't have health insurance she's like you should check for the kid care it's, it's it's super cheap I used to do it for my other boss children he was like super rich but it was so good that he would rather do that one so I had to look we we applied but we have to see it was really it. hard um I, I I don't know if you know applying for any type of anything and with the Florida government is horrible it's horrible it's just a lot of paperwork it's just uh, it's just unaccessible it's just you don't know where you're going the pages it's just ridiculous yeah it should be more like the domino pizza app right like your application yeah. has been received <laughs> we're currently no, reviewing it <laughs> a lot of people did not receive um unemployment when they needed because they just couldn't access the web page it kept breaking it kept falling and it was just it's a nightmare Oh, I believe it. I feel like the government is not great with the technology. Um, all right. So we might have, okay. So Florida kid care, and you said that that works out to be approximately 170 a month. Yeah. Okay. So we're just add that down here into this column. Okay. And so then, so we get the 26, 30, 37 is each paycheck. So then that works out to be a month, even though I know it's not paid the best way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5,000. Yeah. 274 a month. And then we have your expenses. So we have um, rent is seven fifty. We're gonna have daycare at six hundred. That's my part, you know. Oh gosh, I know daycare is the always when we go over people's budgets. The daycare is always so expensive. So yeah, expensive. The, the daycare is more or less nine hundred to one thousand. That's what I'm going to pay. Our our rent is one one thousand one hundred and fifty. Yeah, so it's like having two apartments, except one of them. Yeah, and the thing really is that, yeah. that that when I tell people that that's my rent, they're like, I can't believe you got such a cheap apartment. 
And you're like, wait, let me tell you about daycare. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for real. No, they're like, what, how, is there any space? Let me know when, it, because people can't believe that I find uh, an apartment that pays so low here in the city. Yeah, I mean, metro areas are notoriously more expensive. It's ridiculous. Um, although I would say your daycare is expensive. No, 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 the daycare is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so we have daycare at 600. We have student loans at 135. And mm-hmm. then we have car insurance at two. I pay both car insurance. That okay. one I'm going to take down because we have like everything. Like if I, I could just like explode and float and, and, and everything's covered. So we have the best. Um, I'm not the best driver. So we have the best uh, Coverage. insurance. But yeah, but I'm, I need to I need to negotiate with them. Okay, to get your, so you're going to try and get that down a little. Yeah, even if it's $40, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because um, that will then help. We could put that towards health, the health insurance. Yep. So 232 Okay, and then we have groceries for 600 And that's me being like, my partner keeps saying, can we not buy, we, we call them the fucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> so I start buying the fucky charms, but um, I still buy the, the, the bread. He's like, but this bread is so dry. That's why we can't afford. <laughs> because of those. Okay, so we so okay, so we have six hundred for that, and then we're gonna do we um, gas at one forty, clothes. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why I put the clothes. I did this okay. looking at the personal cap, like what I used to spend, because I was like, oh, I'm so good with money, like I'm the money person, and then I'm like, where's my money going? So now what I started doing when since you said yes, I literally am I I am writing down each expense I have. Like I bought a coffee, two dollars. Here, two dollars. I'm putting it down because I, I was like, wait, if I'm so good with money, so I'm just being honest in that that I was spending yeah. more than I thought, you know? No, it's good. To, I, I think it's really good to do an inventory inventory because I think it's really easy, and you hear it all the time on the podcast, um, where you're just going through living your life, right, and going through your normal daily habits, and then at the end of the month, you're like, oh my gosh, where did my money go? And yep. It's not to say that you shouldn't go out and get your nails done or you shouldn't buy a coffee out. But if at the end of the month you aren't working or making progress towards what your goals are, then Mm -hmm. I think it makes sense to reevaluate where your money's going to align it better with where you want to go so that Mm -hmm. it's serving the purpose. You know why? Nobody wants to work forever. And we definitely don't want to work an entire career and then not be financially stable or where we want that to is my goal when we get there i'll tell you you so we outlined everything so close 70 i'm just going to run through it so everyone can hear it so hulo prime massage eating out eyebrows parking help tolls and then savings which is great so savings is at 900 so i just want to mm-hmm. highlight that so that's great so when i add up all of your expenses with with these current numbers like so including the daycare and the existing car insurance, um, I come to, 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 we should have like a little calculator sound to play over me. Oh, perfect. Okay. That was perfect. So we come to, with your $900 saving, $3,871, as long as I didn't miss anything here in the columns. And that's great that you tell me that because when I look at my personal cap, it tells me that I, I spend 2600 a month, like 2700 almost. So I'm like, what is, what is it not calculating, you know? Yeah, and that's why I think even, I am glad that you did this in advance of uh, speaking, but I would continue to do it for a couple months because, you know, mm-hmm. month to month, it will vary. 
And then you'll have a really good idea about where your money is going and if it's really aligned with, you know, what the goals are. But yeah, let's say we just estimate it. So it comes out to, you know, 3,871. So let's round that up and just say approximately you spend 4,000, right? Mm -hmm. So then technically, even though this is a, you know, you've allocated and written down everything. So technically you have about 1,200 left over, right? Mm -hmm. And and the four thousand is in is including a nine hundred dollars savings. So we should have twelve hundred to work with, give or take. But we do need to remember that we're going to have to add in additional healthcare costs. So we mm -hmm. probably let's just say the Florida Kid Care comes through, and that's one seventy with some other child expenses. So we'll just say it's probably about a thousand to work with. Okay. Can you wait? Wait, I'm, I got lost. So 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 the thousand the the nine hundred is inside the three thousand, right? Yeah, so no, the, so it comes to, I'm just going to round up just just to give you kind of an error mm -hmm. so in case some, one of these categories goes over a little. So with everything you wrote down, it comes to approximately 4000 a month and you bring in $5,274 a month. So, the, so then we have a difference there of approximately, just using round numbers, 1200 But what I was saying is, we don't have the Florida Kid Care added in, and mm -hmm. that would be one seventy. So just assume mm -hmm. it's one seventy plus. You need some stuff and, for and my, the baby. And my I, and my 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 health insurance. Let's say it doesn't go through, or I have to still pay part of it. You know, like. Yep. Exactly. So after, so we know that the Kid Care is definitely one seventy. So we have a thousand left over for whatever your goals are and health insurance. Sure. Is where I think we're going to be, give or. Give or take a little. So then when I'm looking, okay, so you also sent me over, so the listeners know, you also sent me over your student loan, so you have Nelnet, and then you sent me over your investments, so you have a uh, Roth IRA, mm -hmm. and then you sent me over your banking information. Oh, so okay, so... Yeah, so 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 let me just, just so you know, my, my, my Nelnet is my only debt. Perfect. Yeah, so that's my only debt is about almost ten thousand. Right? Yeah, which is not which is not bad for being a lawyer. Oh, because uh, first of all, shout out to all the students that fought, including myself, for the universe public university to be affordable to the students. Um, that was one and two. Uh, I lived like a pauper in mm -hmm. law school. I lived like a pauper. I knew that it was going to bite me in the ass if I didn't do it. So I literally, I remember my friends being like, oh, let's go to Starbucks. I'm like, no, I have to study. I'm eating my sandwich in the library, you know? <laughs> Good for you because um, usually with those advanced degrees, like doctors, lawyers, dentists, we see a lot more student loan debt. So that's fantastic. Yep. So, so oh, it, well, I went to a public university and in Puerto Rico, they're cheaper. And I, even if they were cheaper, I just live, I live like literally, are you ready? With $4,500 for every semester. For the semester? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. All right. So you know how to budget. <laughs> We can, we can work with what you have here. So we're going to get this all squared away here. Okay. So so we have 9700 9, for student loans. And then your Roth IRA has 16000 I started that, that I started because I started this journey in 2019. 
that's right. when I started this journey. Like I was like desperate. I always wanted to do it. I was just never aware of how to do it. You know, this is something I always wanted to do all my life. I was always um, conscious, but I wasn't counting with the economy, right? Yep. Crashing down. I wasn't counting with a lot of things that happened, which we don't have a whole um, five, seven hours to, to say the things that happened that night. And, and also, um, I just wasn't counting on that. So on 2019, I started listening, shout out to the podcast, Optimal Finance Daily. Mm-hmm. And I just started. So this, the, the I started with a traditional in May 2019. And I, I converted yeah, and then I converted it. to a rod on November 2020. So that's my saving, and that's one of my my main goals. And then um, the the ally, that's my emergency fund. Perfect. Okay, great. So in your ally, you have uh, 9,700 mm-hmm. as your emergency fund. Perfect. I want it to be 16,000. Okay, so the target we're target for that is going to get that to 16. Okay, that's good because. Um, that would be closer to like a four months for the existing, although your expenses would go down, right? If you know, you would. Oh yeah, of course. Like for example, like I know I no eyebrows, you know, like I could be <laughs> <laughs> no restaurant, mm-hmm. no, the help is like cleaning, babysitting. If we, if we want to party, so no party, no babysitting, you know? So, so there's a lot of things I can cut out. Absolutely. Okay. And so then with the Roth, when you in your budget, when you have the nine hundred for savings, where are you? Are is that going into the ally currently? No, where that's going like nine hundred is more or less. Like I would put uh, around three hundred to four hundred dollars of paycheck to my rod, and then what I do is that I try to send a hundred dollars to my ally, and that's my forty-year-old birthday um, fund. Okay. Um, so that's the ally, and I try to put either. When I go out and I say, okay, so I'm at the, uh, somewhere and I'm going to, oh, I'm going to have dinner. And then I say, no, I'm going to home. And if I was going to spend $40, I immediately put that $40 into one of the accounts. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So what, for the listeners, I just highlighted the ally. She has other, you have other accounts. So you have a chase with a thousand and then you have the alien, which is the birthday fund, which is 1800 yeah. And my chase is my like daily living. Okay. Perfect. The other one is the other one that's like two hundred dollars is my Puerto Rican account. If I want to send money to somebody in Puerto Rico, that's they don't have Cash App or Venmo, then I use that one. Got it. Okay, perfect. Okay, so the nine hundred, you would say that two to three hundred goes to to the Roth. Um, three hundred every paycheck, so it'd be like wow, six hundred a month. But so 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 this year I was able to because last year was COVID my partner didn't work for three months i i lost my car it just broke down and and so i had to buy a brand new car all my emergency fund went into that so then i had like a brand new car i mean a used car of course um, right, right, but... <laughs> um so 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 i had to start putting back into my emergency fund so this year i funded 2021 20 and 2021 i'm got it see, you see so so what i try to do is like Right now, I'm in a conundrum to, okay, so let me tell you what I want to do with the money. Okay, what I want, I want to focus on my retirement because I started so late, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about opening a non-matching, shout out to my boss, you can change that, um, a non-matching 401k in my job and then put the, the, the 600 there and then any extra money, put it in a rod. 
that's one of the options because I want to focus on it. Another focus is to like hard continue funding the rod, which I could also now I'm thinking use the emergency to upfront and and when the year starts. But you'll tell me if that's good or not. And keep funding my emergency rod, like focusing on my emergency fund to get to six thousand. Um, and also I want to continue to build in my travel fund. I don't have a number because I haven't traveled in so long. And 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 then the last thing, and maybe you won't like that. You tell me. I'm trusting you. I'm. I want to save for a down payment of something. All right. Let's do this. All right. So. Because I, I was the first thing I was going to say to you is it's fantastic you're putting six hundred dollars a month into the Roth, but I was worried because the contribution limit is six thousand. But you mm-hmm. are doing your twenty, you did your twenty twenty, and you're doing your twenty twenty one. I already did the twenty twenty one. I finished last last check. Okay, hold on. Let me make. So I lived, I, I did like I did like half of the twenty twenty, and then the whole twenty. It's already done. I don't, I don't have anything more to put. Okay, so the the Roth is already maxed out. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, that's what I was worried about because 600 is a big number. Um, okay, so now you're saying that's why you were thinking about opening up the 401k mm-hmm. because you've already maxed out your Roth for the year. Mm-hmm. We, I, so I have another question. So I have the health insurance question for you to find out what that, what that is mm-hmm. for your employer. Does the employer offer a retirement benefit through them? Do they have that? No. They don't? You can have a 401k, no match. Yeah, that's right. But you can have it and they, they have it. So they have a 401k or you have to set up your own 401k? No, they have one. Perfect. Okay. I was going to say setting up your own 401k is like a lot of paperwork for, which no, no, is why most do people do. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, okay. So you, they have a 401k, but they don't have a match. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I would use the 401k. I agree that you should put that money that you were putting in the Roth into the 401k the reason why is the 401k, even though it doesn't have a match, it has a lot of really great features on it. And the mm-hmm. one feature that I think is going to be the most attractive to you is that the contribution limit for a 401k is significantly higher than the Roth mm-hmm. IRA. So you can contribute more to that plan. So I would do that So because you, you can do up to 19500 The other, The other thing that's really great about it is it'll go into the 401k every pay period. Mm-hmm. So your dollar cost average mean meaning that the investments inside of it. So you need to make sure that you pick investments inside of the 401k so that it's actually in the market. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that every time you buy, you're going to get a different price point. Yeah. And yeah so yeah. over the over like a 40 year time frame, that's really helpful for the return of the investment. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I was waiting. I had all my savings. I was waiting for the for the for the market to crash. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to put my money. I'm going to be rich. You know, so. Yeah. Hey, there's still time. It will definitely crash again before we both retire. So um, there's still time. So, yes, I would. So I would definitely use the work plan. And then the one thing I wanted to check is the if you can do the Roth and the um you can do the Roth, I believe, even if you max out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking day. about. Is I focus? Of course, I will have to let something go. You know, like I just started. Oh, I didn't tell you I have sixty whole dollars in cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> okay, so that that you know, hopefully does well. Um, I don't think it's a great retirement vehicle, but also I don't know a ton about crypto. I probably am one of the. Uh, we, in my day job, I'm not really allowed to talk about it. So I have stayed, stayed away from it. So, okay. So here's what I'm thinking. 
So, okay, so let's talk about your budget. So the 900, we have, we definitely are already saving the 900. What if we took that number up? And mm-hmm. so of the amount that we, that I think you have left over, not including the health insurance, it's a thousand dollars. So what if we just started out by taking half of that number? So you still have an extra 500 for whatever the health insurance comes into. And then, so you still have wiggle room in your budget. Okay. And then we get your savings number up to 1400. And now that's not including 300 a pay period, right? Because this, these numbers are after the Roth had already stopped. Okay. We're, we're starting with a after tax amount of 1400. And so then let's see if we can back into these goals. So I like the idea of doing the 300 pay because that'll get you like a little under 10%. We're going to walk through this and then we'll, we'll see where we, if we like it. I'm thinking the 300 a pay period into the 401k. I'm also thinking pre-tax because you already have the Roth outside and we can funnel money into that. So this mm-hmm. 600 would be pre-tax into the 401k a month. 401k, which means that you wouldn't actually miss 600 out of your spending money, right? Because you're not paying tax on that. You'd probably only be missing about 500 out of your pay for a $600 a month contribution because you're you're getting a tax break on it. So that means that you should have left over 900 for the other savings goals. And then what if we did... I'm on the fence here. Let's see. We max out. I like the idea of really starting to stock away for the retirement, given that you're 39. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the fence. I'm kind of thinking a third, a third, a third here. So I'm thinking with the 900, 300 into the Roth, which you actually can't do till next year because you already are capped yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing is, the, the thing is, I just don't want to bombard you with all information. I was thinking of just continue saving. I, I actually... I'm trying to see my Vanguard, but I couldn't see right now because I try to do exactly the 15%. So that 300 is being very, um, uh, not like cautious because I couldn't cautious, find yeah. it, but I tried to do like a 15% of the 200, 2,637. That's what I tried to, to send, but I have to fix it, my teeth. Yep. So I'm doing like a, I should call it like a sinking fund. I'm just saving money. Like, oh, yep. so I'm not doing that money. So I'm just putting it on my savings account. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. So if you get the 401k set up and you put 300 a pay period in, so 600 a month, you'll really, and it's pre-tax, you'll really only miss about 500-ish from your paycheck, mm-hmm. which means out of the 1400 we're targeting, you should have 900 left over. And because you can't do the Roth again till next year, mm-hmm. what I would do is you could almost do 600 of this into the... Or even I'm on the fence about whether or not we put more towards the student loans starting next year. That's where I'm Well, yeah. Well, l- l- listen, uh, that's one of the things. I remember when I start, um, I-, I was trying to, to, to get my partner into this and to, and everything. And I'm like, look, look, this is my personal capital. And he's like, what's that number? 224 was the number. I was like, my net worth was 224. That was like two years ago. And, and he was like, what's that? I'm like, that's my net worth. And he's like, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've increased it dramatically since then. I know. I've been working hard at it. I've been working hard at it. But the thing is, like, he was, I, I explained to him all oh, my student loans. It's like, no, pay that shit off because he has no debt. You know, he has no money, but he has no debt. You know, yeah. so so he was like, let's pay it off. But I was like, oh, Biden, Biden is going to save me. But I'm not sure of that. You know, I'm not yeah. sure of that. <laughs> 
Well, let's let's prepare. I, the great thing is there's no interest on it now. So let's. So here's. I'm not, no, no, there is because I graduated so long ago. Because I called them, I'm like, "Yo, why aren't why, why do I still have to continue to pay? Why am not I'm not I'm not part Yours of aren't paused? Because they said, and I didn't understand it. I need to take your course. That at that time when I graduated in 2008, so I took them from 2005 to 2008. Uh-huh. Those were different rules, and they don't apply for Biden. Oh my God! Typical. The, they you make know? this. They make this stuff way. In my opinion, it's like way too complicated. Like it's not this. Hard, it's not this complicated with a mortgage. So so exactly. So I'm saying if I don't up if That's I don't ridiculous. qualify for that, I don't qualify. I'm not probably not going to qualify for any type of forgiveness. No, I don't think I don't think you're going to forget. I don't know, and I don't know if they're going to do loan forgiveness. So what I've my stance on it because i don't have a crystal ball is you're better off saving yourself right preparing preparing to preparing for it um versus holding out hope Uh, and i'm gonna tell you i i don't i don't if i don't get it i'm not mad because i think that people should get it or like teachers nurses like you know that's the people that should get it i don't mind if i don't get it i just was like hopeful (laughs) yeah so here, so here's what I'm thinking because, and, and what I said to other people, uh, and I've said before on the podcast is you can always save up the money in cash. Mm-hmm. And then when you have enough to take it out, to pay it off, you can make the determination at that future time mm-hmm. like that. So my thought is continue to make your regular monthly payment. Cause you don't have a tremendous amount and we mm-hmm. have, and I, what I would do is take that 900 a month, the full mm-hmm. 900, right? Because we're going to add the 300 of pay period pre-tax into the 401k and I would take the 900 a month and I would put it in the emergency fund because if you can do that for another six months that gets that amount up your emergency fund up to 15,000 in six months and then what you could do at that point because now we have a good emergency fund we're in the 401k so at that time in the 401k in six months you're going to have put 3600 in there right mm-hmm. then what you can do after six months is say okay now instead of doing 900 into the emergency fund i'm going to either want do one of two things either continue with you know i would say half of that towards your Roth, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that'll get you not, it won't get you the full amount, but you can always take some from the emergency fund at the end of the year, but mm-hmm. you could do, you know, four fifty a month into the, the Roth after six months. Mm-hmm. And then the dip, the other four fifty that was going into the emergency fund could just go right onto the student loans if you wanted to. Okay. Cause that would get those paid off because you would add that four fifty to your current payment of one thirty five. Mm-hmm. So then you're making a payment and make sure you make the principal only payment. Yes, principal only. And yeah. another thing, I, 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 just so you know, I didn't add it here because I'm using it for something else. But I make some money, like little side hustles. I call it my little points. Um, there's an there's an article by the Financial Panther. Do you know who okay. he is? No. And he has uh, the ultimate gig article. Oh, cool. And I do all those, I try to do all those things. So this month I made, Three hundred and fifty dollars, right? Perfect. And so, so, so I'm trying to 
set up this other new side hustle. So I'm not telling you that because maybe okay. some of the money is starting on that more serious side hustle. So I'm not counting it. But I try to. Do, and sometimes those those things that I win are like uh, are like um, um, rewards. So I, they're not money, but I will use it like for groceries and stuff. Then then I can take out the other money. So so I'm thinking that I can get some more money here. You know, I just don't want to calculate it because it's not granted. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that makes total sense. That'll be like when you have it, you can add it. So here's what I'm thinking. So the next, so starting now, because we're at the beginning of the month, set up the 401k, 300 a pay period. The other 900 goes straight into the emergency fund so we can get that up. I think that's important given that you have a baby, right? Mm -hmm. So more expenses. Get that up to the, it'll get you, won't exactly 60,000. It'll get you up closer to 15,000. Then mm -hmm. once it hits that number, then you can do 450 of that 900 into the Roth. And then the other 450 I would put on the student loans because then the student loans should be done approximately 18 months from that point forward when we mm. start that. Mm -hmm. If you have any side money coming in, you can accelerate this and it won't take six months. Maybe you'll do it in three months, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then from there, we take the money that was your student loan money, the, which would be 450 a month, plus the 135, right? We just keep that in your budget. And that's 585 a month at that point, you could put towards a down payment fund. So far? Too far? Too far yeah, away? Yeah, no, no, but it's but it's tr it's realistic. It's it, realistic, you know? Like, yeah, because it, then what we'll, we were saying, you have, to see, you have to put prioritize what you want. What I'd like to do is get, get the retirement. I really want to get put a lot of pressure on the retirement. Yeah, me too, yeah. Because the great thing, so you're 39. So I talk about how your money can double every 10 years with the mm -hmm. rule of 72. Mm -hmm. And so then we have, you know, not that you want to work to 69, but if we took it out to age 69, mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. have three doubles. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the more money we can get in there, this, you know, the, the more you can take advantage of the compounding of interest. No, no, most definitely. Most, I will, I, I will, I will. And when I say buy something, I'm thinking also about a small investment property that in my old age could be my home. You know, I'm not thinking. Perfect. Cause I yeah, because I was going to say your rent is such a dream. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't afford a property in Miami. It's, it's, it cannot happen. So I'm not, I'm in that, um, I'm in that team of not necessarily, um, buying a house is the smartest decision so i can buy like a small place and then make sure that when i am in an old age either i have that to sell or i have exactly that to yep i i agree with that and so that's that's why i would get rid of the student loan because then you have so much breathing room in your budget mm -hmm. once we get rid of the student loans then at that point we're really making a lot of progress on your retirement. You have a really healthy emergency fund and you have no debt and you have really mm -hmm. low housing costs, which makes everything possible. And then mm -hmm. let's say that that 585 that we have in your budget, let's say then, because we, we do have, maybe the health insurance ends up not being as expensive and you can put another 200 on that 585 mm -hmm. or from the side hustle. That's 785 a month times 12 that works out to be about nine thousand a year you're saving Eek. right so that i mean mm -hmm. it's not in a, it's it's definitely more if you think about it like um i would like call it like a waterfall so we first bump up the retirement we mm -hmm, bump up mm -hmm, the emergency mm -hmm. fund we eliminate the debt and then now that we have a lot more bandwidth in your budget then we really focus on saving for 
a down payment. And I, and I agree with you. I think that given where you're living, that it's so expensive there. I think the fact that your housing is so cheap really gives you a lot of financial freedom. And I would agree that maybe buy an investment property that's smaller somewhere, not right in the metro area. So it's more affordable where your money will go further. And then you can use that as part of your retirement plan where you can either sell that property or use it to live in. Yeah. And, and actually what, how, what I put like very intentionally when I was writing down before the call, okay, what, what do I want? It wasn't that order. It says focus on my retirement, oh, emergency was. fund, continue the travel fund. It's third and saving for a down payment. So those were my, in the order and it goes perfectly with what you're saying. And that's just what I need to do. Yeah. Because I think the thing with that, with I look, I really like buying a house, but I also really prioritize low housing costs. Mm -hmm, so the mm -hmm. fact that you're only spending seven, I know the daycare is crushing you, but the good thing is daycare won't be permanent. Um, right. Remember, that's the other thing. Mm. How many years will you have daycare for? Um, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. I haven't even thought about that. When do we, when do babies, this is my only baby, my first baby. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, have a baby. I don't know. So maybe I'm like, I, Ooh, what do they do? Cause you know, when we were small, we were going like when kindergarten does pre, pre, pre didn't exist, you know, at least when I was, where I was. Growing, right. No, you know? I went to kindergarten. So, and that's it. And <laughs> now so when how, the kids go to kindergarten, it's like college. Yeah. So maybe you pay that for three or four years. So don't forget that's going to come back into your budget. And that could also go towards the house fund because then that gets that 585 plus the 600 that gets you up to like 1100 a month you're saving. So there in one year, you're closer to saving 15,000. So I, I, I think, I think you'll be able to catch up on the housing fund when we get the daycare expense or, or it gets reduced because it's pre-K and daycare or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, I think it goes cheaper as they grow older because they don't have to. Uh, I was reading, uh, and, and as they they they're less responsibility, it goes cheaper. Oh, okay, perfect. So then, anything I would say that you save on the daycare is going to go towards the house fund. Okay. And then with the same concept of once we get the emergency fund up, you know, over the next six months, then that, you know, we get the student loan. The student loan money then turns into the house money, and same with the daycare. So yeah, you know what makes me feel. Very good that it's what what you're telling me. It's not very different than what I was actually doing or no. and, and thinking, you know. So, yay for me! Yeah, you're totally on the right track, and you. I'm impressed with how much progress you made in two years. So I have a feeling that you'll probably do all of this a lot faster than I said. But and that's that's with with that's all this two years with having to buy a new car, losing yep. a tooth. My partner not working for three three weeks, having a baby without any maternity uh, payment, like oh the God. time that I was home and they didn't pay me. And like a lot of the, oh, my father came here, he got sick, so we have to spend thousands, hundreds of dollars on on, on, on health insurance. Oh, like no. I'm not I'm thinking, you're so all these years, even though I feel very blessed, you know, like when we think about this and when you start this journey, you start living intentionally and you also see um, how, how, how much things do we have? Like compared to a lot of people in the world, we have a lot of blessings. So uh, if I tell you that, but not in a, oh my God, poor me. No, I am living a great life, but you know, I, I'm proud of where I come in those two years. With all of that, I went from $224 net worth to, to, to 20000 you know? Right, in two years. So think about now that we've like talked through it, you were 100% on the right track, and we're just going to dial it down a little. And and, and I, I think for you, it'll help to focus on 
like two things at a time. And then when we're done with those, we move on to the next two things. And then, yeah. and then it's a little bit more, it's, you're going to achieve the same thing, but it's a little more focused in the short term. Um, I definitely think you'll be way ahead of what I've outlined in terms of trajectory for your goals. But mm-hmm. yeah, I bet you in two years, you'll be closer to 40, <laughs> which will be great, which is a huge difference. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yay. I'm excited. We'll have to have you back on and hear how it's going. I'm excited. To yeah. 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 Watch yeah, the yeah, progress. Yeah. We'll be like, I'll be the new Natasha. Yeah, you can be the oh man, his competition. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, when I was listening to all this podcast, I'm like, I need to find because I could hear it. Well, I make forty thousand a year, but I have two hundred in retirement. Like what? And yeah. and other people were like, oh, I I am I'm, I'm spending patient to pay fake. I made two hundred thousand a year. I'm like, what the hell? So when I heard about this this girl that she she called herself like a living piece of debt, I was like, oh, thank you, sister. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. her. I hope she's okay. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody has different, it's really interesting, because everyone has different situations. So for instance, like going and getting a law degree, or, you know, becoming a dentist or a doctor, you're not saving during that time frame, right? So like, (laughs) you start later, because you have that higher education. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and everyone's situation is different. But no, I think you, I think you've done a great job. I can't wait to tell Natasha, she's competition here, my other attorney. And then we can just have like a, a dance off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Barbara, I thank you so much for coming on. This is a great episode. I'm super excited. I'm like, about... what, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's you. So, and then for all of our lovely listeners, you can follow us on Instagram for our most up-to-date information. And you can check out our free classes in partnership with SUNY Ulster at www.futurerichpodcast.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.